Hello, my name is Kale McCall. Welcome to the Mill Spike Radio, where we assist in becoming the spiritual leader that you are meant to be. To introduce myself, I'm an ordained preacher from Eastern Kentucky. I'm joined by my brother Jared McCool, who is a religious scholar from the University of Pikeville. Every generation has a great opportunity that no other age group has had, and we want to show you that opportunity. In this podcast, you learn the necessary wisdom to reach your fullest potential. We are on a mission to teach you everything we know, our skills and experience, as you navigate in this world to find your unique divine purpose. Help us spread the word and grow our community by sharing this episode with a fellow Christian millennial. Now that we are acquainted, let's begin. What you're about to discover is the inspiration of a generation devoted to sharing the love of Jesus Christ. This is the Millennial Spark. So hi everyone, thank you for joining me on this podcast, hope you're all well. Uh, if you're not aware of it, me and my brother released an article recently regarding the book of Jonah that can be found in the Old Testament, four chapters, and I thought this was a great opportunity today to really take that story and apply it to their sort of idea of what's called self-inquiry over assumption, questioning what we currently believe in, self-honesty, self-educate finding innovative solutions. And this really speaks to the millennial demographic because no longer do we require the trust of traditions and assumptions. So going through the book of Jonah, this basically involves a man named Jonah who apparently runs away from God because God wants him to go to a city called Nineveh to save them. And Jonah doesn't want that in a general term because he just doesn't want to put in the work. So he runs away from God, gets into a boat, and he's with these other people on the boat. And then all of a sudden, a major storm happens. And of course, they're sort of freaking out, you know, what do we do? What do we do? The life's at stake. And that's when they realized Jonah was on board. And so what they did, they basically took Jonah and just threw him out the boat, all over the attitude of, hey, you know, we don't like you because you're causing us trouble, so we're just going to pick you up and throw you out the boat. And then, of course, Jonah finds himself in the belly of a whale. And if I can remember the Sunday school lessons that were so long ago, something like even when he was in the belly of the large fish, he was still stubborn. And then finally, of course, the fish vomited out Jonah. And then finally, after all this, it comes to his senses and go out and does what God wants. That's the way I heard it personally when I was growing up. But here's the thing, though. Wondering about this question, I wanted to look up the book of Jonah itself to find the answers for myself. To my complete surprise, it it involves a story that is so much more different than what I was taught in Sunday school. Not just the events that happened, but the whole theme. So let's go through the book of Jonah right now. It's the book after Obadiah and before Micah. But it starts like this. The word of the Lord came to Jonah. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because it's wickedness before me. Then it goes on in verse 3, But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. And keep this in mind, because this is important later on for the reason why he ran away from God. In verse 4 it says, Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea in such a violent storm. And of course Jonah ran away, he jumped in a boat, started sailing down the river or whatever, the sea. And then it says this in verse 4, 
Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm. And of course that woke up the other shipmen, and they were panicking and not sure what to do. And then they went to Jonah, who was taking a nap. And then Jonah says it plainly, there's a storm because I'm running away from God. He even mentions this in verse 10. They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. But here it is, here's the key. In verse 12, and this is Jonah speaking to the other shipmen, he says, Pick me up, throw me into the sea, and it will become calm. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Uh, So he's telling them, you know, go ahead and throw me overboard. And here's the response from the other sailors. It says in verse 13, The men did their best to row back to the land. Then they cried out to the Lord, Please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man. And Jonah is willingly saying, go ahead and throw me out of the boat. And and perhaps this is just me, but I see Jonah as being incredibly unselfish in this situation. He's willing to put his life on the line. Finally, the sailors can't do anything, so they just toss Jonah overboard. And of course, he's swallowed by what's called a great fish, a large fish. And this is at my complete surprise of what I found in chapter 2. But this entire chapter involves Jonah thanking God, being gracious for God, for saving his life. And, and you can just go through the verses in the whole chapter, such as, you know, in my distress I called to the Lord and he answered me. Even in verse 7 it says, When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. I don't know you, but I was not aware of this entire chapter. I was not aware of the act of what Jonah did telling the other sailors to throw him overboard to save them. And so finally we reach the book of Jonah chapter 3. Jonah goes to the city of Nineveh and he tells the people of Nineveh to repent of their sins. And in fact they do, They, they go beyond that. They pretty much completely humble themselves. And finally we get to the last chapter, chapter 4. As you, you're going to see, as you're going to hear, all of it comes together in one thing. And it says in the first verse of chapter 4, it says, But to Jonah this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. And then he talks to God, and he says, I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God. Did you catch that? Because that is so significant. So the reason why he ran away from God is not out of laziness or of just plain being childish, but he did not want to see the city of Nineveh to be spared. Something about the city of Nineveh he didn't like. He wanted them to suffer. But here's the thing. Here's the interesting part. This individual called Jonah, who was unselfish enough to tell the other sailors to throw him out of the boat, the one who spent an entire chapter praising God and thanking him for saving his life, now we've come to the last chapter and realized the reason why he was running away in the first place is because he hates Nineveh. He wants Nineveh to suffer. He doesn't want God to forgive them. You see these two contrasting sides. And so in the blog, it makes a reference from Casting Crowns. It's a Christian band called Casting Crowns to the song called Somewhere in the Middle. And so what the whole thing is about, it's about our impartiality to God's will. Part of us is good and pure and is devoted to God, and the other part of us wants to run away from God. And so that's the whole lesson. And of course, we get back to the beginning 
lesson of self-inquiry over assumptions. Don't assume that you know something, but find it out for yourself. Find out what you believe in. And I hope you took something from this podcast. Let me know what you think. What was that? Thank you all and God bless you. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.